you know, back in the old days when humans were living in villages or tribal, you know, people didn't live till they were past 50 in most cases. Right. Now we want to live really healthy till we're 80 or 90 years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our B12, uh, just like our vision, we might need glasses yeah. and just our, like our, our intestines might not absorb B12 as much. I've listened to you guys talk about one of the episodes you were talking about plant-based milk. And definitely, I'm a firm believer that the most sustainable and healthy um, plant-based milk is soy milk. Um, and, and that's really important. And I think it's really important in the Indian diet that when we, when we change something, if you're taking something in, that's normally animal-based and mm -hmm. replacing it with something plant-based, you right. have to be really careful about that. Because plant-based milk, in, sorry, animal-based milk in India, for many people, it's the only source of B12. Right. Yeah. For many people, it makes up even, you know, 25 or even 50% of their protein intake. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, they, it, they're heavily dependent on this for protein intake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes in an otherwise overall low protein diet, they may be getting less than uh, 0.8 grams per kilogram or one gram per yeah. kilogram of, you know, uh, body weight. So, so it's the uh, B12 and it's one of their major calcium sources as well. So what we should be doing is not just telling, hey, stop drinking milk or, hey, I want you to um, buy these, uh, you know, um, you know, just make soy milk at home or something like that, which is a great thing to do. But are you making it at the right concentration to get the protein mm -hmm. that you need? Are you putting B12? Are you replacing your B12? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And are you replacing your calcium to the extent that we think that we optimize our calcium intake, not just you're getting some calcium from somewhere, but are you truly getting like, you know, a thousand milligrams plus or minus depending on your age, gender, um, stage of life, um, and whether you're pregnant or not, or breastfeeding, are you getting really the amount of calcium that is recommended? Right? So one of the things I highly promote in India is that we have, um, plant-based milks that are fortified with calcium mm. and B12, but at the same time, not packaged in Tetra Packs. Because at the, on the environmental side, the problem is that mm -hmm. things like Tetra Packs and the packaging of a lot of plant-based foods, yeah. uh, which are marketed as sustainable, but it's actually not true. Because the packaging itself, you're talking about, you know, Tetra packs, people use billions per day yes. of yeah. Tetra packs, you know, like, or hundreds of millions per day yeah. Yeah. and billions and trillions in a year, you know, like mm -hmm. the numbers really add up, you know, uh, and, and plant-based foods contributing to that waste stream and Tetra packs being one of the most destructive things and plastic packaging being one of the most destructive things right. to the environment. Mm -hmm. We can't call ourselves sustainable. We're a little bit better being plant-based rather than animal-based, the product inside the Tetra Pak is better, but overall the product is destroying the environment as well. Right. So, so yeah. what we need, you know, the two things I've, uh, that, that I really highly promote that we should try to get industry to do or businesses to do in India is, number one, spray-dried soy milk. Now, you have that mm. in India already. Spray-dried soy milk is actually super tasty. Mm. Packaged without Tetra Paks, like mm -hmm. one container can contain many, many servings yeah. of plant-based milk mm. rather than like one serving per container. Right. Um, so you drastically reduce the amount of packaging. Um, and you could theoretically have refillable one day. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. get to that, I hope. Um, and you could, but it needs to be 
supplemented with vitamin B12 and calcium. Because currently the spray-dried soy milks in, 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 uh, in India, uh, people are not make, putting B12 and calcium in them. And this is a problem because if you're replacing your dairy with, yeah. with let's say, a soy milk that, that doesn't have B12 or calcium, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, you, you can't claim that it's healthier unless you've done those things. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times there's false environmental claims or impressions and, uh, and health claims too because we haven't done a proper job. Yet it's, it's not out of reach. We can do this. The other thing that I'd love to see in India, and I've seen a couple of small businesses do this, is using reusable containers for fresh soy milk. Yeah. Mm. Just the way a lot of people get milk delivered to their door mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Like right. it comes yeah. from the cow yeah. and it comes in the yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. comes and knocks on the door and pours milk from their mm-hmm. container right. into your container. If you have plant-based milk that is yeah. made fresh every day and supplemented with calcium and vitamin B12 and delivered to your door, or you fill it up with like bottles, it could be like metal bottles, metallic bottles, or glass mm-hmm. bottles, which you then return back to the right. same person who will clean them and refill them again. You have daily fresh soy milk. Um, that would be mm-hmm. fantastic. Those are the two things that are very doable in India, and I hope that will be done. And I hope that the plant-based sort of community or the vegan community will like uh, encourage businesses saying that we absolutely need this in India. Absolutely. And it needs to be affordable. This mm-hmm. is huge. I'm a big person about social justice. You know, I, I care about animals and I care about humans and the global poor. It's critical to support the global poor, many of whom are in India. And that's who I work with. When I'm in India, I'm working with people who are poor, people who are the, the part, some of the poorest people um, in India when I'm working in, in villages in Kutch, when I was doing that. And when I'm definitely on, when I'm working in Haiti, you know, a lot of the the products that are marketed in India uh, for vegan and plant-based are targeted towards rich kind of yeah. right. uh, audiences mm-hmm. and yeah. with the aim of like, Hey, I'm going to be famous, make a fancy product with a fancy mm-hmm. packaging. Yeah. Right. And hit this sort of uh, um, this uh, upper class in India, which is so wealthy and I can make a really great business out of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we should be supporting the, the poor people in India and making plant-based food healthy, nutritious, accessible and excellent quality for mm-hmm. everybody to access. And I hope that the vegan plant-based community and businesses will really take on this challenge because it's so necessary, you know? And so spray dried soy milk can be very cheap. It can be cheaper than dairy milk, mm-hmm. but it should be supplemented with B12 and calcium. And mm-hmm. same with fresh made daily made um, soy milk. If you scale it up and you eliminate the packaging and make it daily, daily delivered, you can reduce the cost increase the quality and, uh, and, and really, really, um, have something that's environmentally friendly. Right. And, and so there, you know, it's, it's, and make it, you know, accessible to poor people. It's, it's a quadruple win. It's a win, 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 win. If we do it right and think of it right. The other thing that we need in India is we need a cheap and accessible vitamin B12. Okay. Mm. Or maybe right. even like they have in Europe, they have a veg one vitamin that has like B12 and a few other things that people who are plant-based or vegan or something like that can have. Now, the most important nutrient is B12 for people to re- replace. And as mm. you, I think you mentioned in a previous podcast as well, hey, a lot of people have B12 deficiency. People who are omnivores, uh, and especially if you get yeah, not uh, yeah. older, yeah. you know, yeah. omnivores have B12 deficiency all the yeah. time. And especially Absolutely. if you're yeah. older, yeah. you have gastrointestinal diseases in developing yeah. countries, especially, um, you have 
People have malabsorption for whatever reason. People mm -hmm. take PPIs, right? Uh, proton pump inhibitors and antacids. What is a PPI? The acronym stands for proton pump inhibitor. And as the name, as the name suggests, it prevents the proton pumps in your stomach from creating too much stomach acid. Proton pumps are tiny, atomic level size pumps that secrete hydrochloric acid, which is, of course, an extremely acidic substance. And this is what keeps helps in digestion and is a normal part of your stomach environment. However, in people that have too much acid or have other problems in their anatomy leading to acid reflux disease, which causes pain, burning, burping, etc., these PPIs are used for treatment. The problem is long-term use has been associated with many problems, and this is over years of use. Infection, especially gastrointestinal infection, osteoporosis, which is thinning of the bones, and many more. All right, let's keep listening. Right? That inhibits absorption. Age, because you know, back in the old days when humans were living in villages or tribal, you know, people didn't live till they were past 50 in most cases. Right. Now we want to live really healthy till we're 80 or 90 years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our B12, uh, just like our vision, we might need glasses yeah. and just our, like our, our intestines might not absorb B12 as much. So mm -hmm. even under normal circumstances, people can be B12 deficient as an omnivore, but certainly with all these other factors, there's more deficiencies. So everybody's got to be replacing. Now we do know that, of course, vegetarians, plant-based people have a higher risk and vegans have the highest risk of B12 mm -hmm. deficiency, right? So we got to replace this. But we need to have a cheap, well-known, sustainable source of B12 that, again, is not full of plastic packaging. Yeah. Because a lot of times you have those little blister packs that you pop mm -hmm. out the B12 yep. individually mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Again, that causes, you know, those will be consumed in the millions and billions mm -hmm. and lead to more plastic junk and waste. Can the plant-based community do this in a way that absolutely minimizes the the packaging waste and provides a very cheap, um, effective B12 for the general population that everybody can afford, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody knows about it. It should be marketed in a way that everybody knows about this thing and can get it. And then you can also make a veg one vitamin that throws in a couple of micro micronutrients. Like we can put a little bit of extra zinc in there, or um, you know, uh, a tiny bit of iodine, or or whatever it is that we might find that could be deficient in the Indian population. I think most of the salt in India is iodized. So if mm -hmm. you're eating enough salt, yeah. you'll get enough yeah. iodine. But some people are on low sodium diets, so they may be more careful about their iodine intake. Um, and uh, zinc, if you're generally eating lots of lentils and beans, and let's say tofu and soybeans things like that, you're going to get enough zinc. Generally speaking, whole grains, etc. Zinc follows the protein in our food, but we still maybe have a little bit mindful if you want to like super optimize our diets, right? So like you might have a little vitamin that has a tiny bit of iodine and a little bit of zinc and like a, a, a little extra iron and things like that in there too, just to make up because people are so messy. Even if mm -hmm. you're following a plant-based diet, you think you're doing a good job. People are so messy. Uh, people yeah. are so, they think they're doing a better job than they are in many cases, right? Yeah. So you can yeah. always you know, yeah. improve that a little bit, right? And and mm -hmm. so we can we can, we can can sometimes have like a like a, a Indian version of a veg one vitamin. I'd yeah. love to see yeah. something like that occur in India. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is still the B12, you know, and, uh, out of all the yeah. things. Uh, because the other stuff, hey, you know, a pretty good diet will generally cover it. But let's just make sure, you know, let's mm -hmm. be a little. Because we're trying to super optimize our diets in many cases, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, and So uh, two great uh, business ideas that you just said. Like, I think somebody, whoever is listening right now, should. <laughs> I hope they picked up, you know, let somebody come up with a phenomenal 
plant based maybe you know sp- spray dried soy you know formulation that can be just brought to your home and the second one is the b12 thank you so much dr mehta i'm hoping somebody's picked it up right I mean, <laughs> have, have you guys like... tried spray dried soy milk have you ever so, tried that no we no we only that. like the we have the soy like we've gotten the soy milk powder yeah. where you just reconstitute yeah. it but not the, which one though the... which which brand it's called it's um urban platter it's called which right, is where right. i get okay, all so of it's, my it's, stuff it's, yeah, Urban Platter has a spray dried soy milk. That's probably spray dried soy milk. Is it okay? They're, good. Yeah, that's probably, good. I Urban tasted Platter. it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, so Urban yeah, Platter makes spray dried soy milk. Yeah, hopefully. We, There's we, also another uh, company called. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, we we have been working with a bunch of at least four or five uh, food companies, including Urban Platter. So we can, you know, kind of hopefully present this and say, think about this as a good as a good opportunity. You know, what Not, was the other company yeah, you were gonna say? Yeah, the other company that I know of is called MK. E-M-K-A-Y. Yes, they make a, I know they make a vegan ghee, yeah. but I didn't know they about their a, soy yeah. milk. We'll have to check that. So the vegan ghees and stuff like that, they should not be promoted as a health product because they're made yeah, out of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either palm oil, palm oil or <laughs> yeah. coconut oil. Yeah. You yeah. Minimally. Okay, yeah. I had a vegan minimally wedding in India. Than, um, yeah. My wife and I, we got married in India and we used, we made it all vegan plastic free. Uh, wedding oh, awesome. in, in Kutch. So we had a lot of fun right. and we did use their ghee, but it's to minimum. I generally, you know, um, don't put any ghee on my rotlis, rotis when I'm in India. And sometimes if you put a little bit of flaxseed oil or something like that, you know, yeah. flaxseed oil kind of has that ghee flavor and it it's does. actually really yeah. healthy for you too. Like so exactly. So that might be like a little alternative, but or or eat whole grain rotis without ghee. And when they're coming off fresh and hot from the, yes. the tava, yeah. they're amazing, you know? So you don't need to get out of the habit of requiring ghee and oil on everything. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, Yes, their spray dried soy milk is tasty, and they add a bit of milk flavor to it too. So it's a little bit mm. different than the urban platter oh. one. But those are both spray dried soy milks, and that's yeah. different than the the soy milk, the the powdered mm. soy milk you get in Canada and the U.S. We can't get spray dried soy milk over here. I haven't found it over here. Mm. I, I love this stuff. It tastes so good. Mm. The fresh delivered at home—that's not spray dried. The fresh delivered yeah, at home. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's like fresh made liquid yeah. coming to yeah. your house, hot from the soy milk machine. You know, yeah, and so those, the, those are the the two ways that yeah. we'd love and to see soy milk in yeah. India. But let's work with Urban Platter. Here. Sorry, go ahead. Let's work with Urban Platter to really encourage. I've emailed them in the past. Please put calcium. And the nice thing is, you can put more calcium in the soy milk than exists in the dairy milk. You know, mm. dairy milk, you know, may have like 250 or 300 milligrams mm-hmm. of calcium per 250 ml volume. Mm-hmm. We can make it a little bit more than that, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and we can add B12 to the level that it's five micrograms between five and 10 micrograms mm-hmm. per serving mm-hmm. of the soy milk. So you can really get your B12 through the soy milk. Yeah. Like yeah. You can, you can make this stuff good, you know, mm-hmm. put like five micrograms per serving of, uh, you know, per, per eight grams of protein that you get from your, your, your soy milk, you can get, let's say five micrograms of B12. And if you start putting it in approximately that proportion, you now have a super milk with calcium right. and B12 mm-hmm. and it's cheaper and it's ecological. It's fantastic. So we can definitely beat dairy milk in health, but we shouldn't be claiming that it's healthier to the point until we make sure that those two components are yeah. there. So at this point, we should end this part, uh, this part and we'll continue on in the next part. But in the meanwhile, our listeners can uh, go to our website. In case you are just so 
excited for the next one that you can barely contain yourselves and you miss the sound of our voices, <laughs> they'll always be there for you on CerseiHealth.com slash podcast. Did we mention that?